My name is Joe. I'm the dungeon master of this campaign, and this is Advantage. Last time in episode 48 of this arc, the party scrambled up Carver's Tooth to the safety of the Sanger Wall, as Fae's spirits emerged from the ground and Tempest Oath missiles rained down from above. Alaris was downed, brought to his knees by an incredibly precise arrow shot from below, but the others were able to revive him and guide him up to safety. Now. Hours of silence have passed as the protected remnants in the Tempest Oath prepare for full-scale battle in the dark of the new moon. And that's where we'll pick up. Dusk has fallen, and the hundreds of thousands have lit the torches that the remnants have placed in the field, illuminating the battleground in an otherwise pitch-black night. It's the new moon, and the sky above is brightly illuminated with the thousands of astral dominions in the plain above. Ironic, considering that the enemies you face tonight were named after the spirit who banished them from the cusp at the end of the Dawn War. Um, everybody give me nature, religion, or arcana checks. 13, Joe. 19. Nope. 18. Grimton and Morlinde, looking up at the vivid sky, you can identify a few stars that appear to be shining brighter than usual tonight. In particular, you see the astral dominions of Celestia, Hestivar, and Arvindor, and the constellation of the Nine Hells. Now, I'm not going to give this to you, uh, Morlinde, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have the names of the stars, but uh, Grimton, I will tell you, um, or remind you probably, the names of the deities that occupy them. Celestia belongs to Moradin and Bahamut. Uh, Hestivar belongs to Arathis. Arvindor belongs to Melora. And the Nine Hells is dominated by... Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Mm. Grimton definitely makes a note and, like, goes over to the Ormains and really any dwarf that he can, like, uh, sit and have a exchange with and points out that, like, look at the skies. Like, I think the gods are favoring our odds here. Are they? He, he won't mention the rest of them, but he'll point at Celestia and be like, look at that. Morden. Good. Uh, now I'm gonna see what their roll was. They just rolled a 15 plus their natural wisdom. But Asmodeus, Melora, there's something devilish going on. And there's something... I mean, we're in a forest. I don't know if Melora is favoring us or if it's favoring the Tempest Oath, but something else. The lieutenant colonel and the elders stand proud and easily visible on the northern end of the Sanger, bravely using themselves as incentives to draw the attention of combat towards them. 
Give me perception checks. Nat 20. Regular 20. 11. Alaris and Ulrich, you two are watching the action down below, which means you're watching nothing. It's just dark. Sam's the torchlight. And you notice movement off to your left and are able to make out a squadron of soldiers positioning themselves in what looks to be a defensive clump of maybe 15 feet out of the tree line. They hold this position and it's just out of range for any bow to hit. Give me insight rolls, both of you. 16. 10. Alaris, this is probably the leaders positioning themselves to signal the oncoming assault. All right. I think that's, I think that might be our target. Anyway, we can make out who it is, like specifically. So earlier, while I was taking uh, stock of the ambuscade, um, it seemed like, Joe, who are the um, leaders of the Tempest Oath? Falric and Valnat. Those two were leading the actual Tempest Oath, so I would assume that they're the ones that are in that circle. I see. Maybe we maybe we get lucky and um, everyone is there, but I would assume that it's at least those two. Should we move on them now? They appear to be out of bow range, but if they're not terribly well guarded now, this uh, could be our chance. I, I think that this is probably our best opportunity. Um, would you like to take a moment to like just tend to our wounds really quick? This has been a, a little while, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've you've had a short you've had a short yeah, rest. Had a short oh. rest. Um, okay. Cool. Go ahead and use all of your healing surges and whatnot. Okay. Nope. Yeah, that's fine. I'm all the way back up to max health, okay. but I used all four of them. What about the rest of y'all? Uh, um, I'm up to twenty-two. I'm up to. 21. How many surges do you have left? One. Oh, let me mark that. I have three left. I'm up to 39 with two surges left. Uh, Ulrich, I guess we should go gather the others and make our move. Let's go. As the four of you are readied to take your moves, you see the first torches go dark, snuffed out by unseen villains. The lieutenant colonel raises her hand to signal everybody to draw their bows. Give me perception checks, all of you. Uh, 19. 24. 17. All of you notice movement among uh, the scrub bushes and stones, but it is concealed now. Then, off to your side, you see a small light appear, followed by the rustling in in the darkness. Um, Give me an arcana check. 6. 23. 18. 14. Appropriately, Morlinde and Alaris, you recognize this as the spell Dancing Lights. And emerging from the shadows, now only 150 yards out, an army of twig blights begin charging your hill fort, getting close enough to launch their barrage of needles over the wall. Erica Tri thrusts out her fists into the air and yells, Unleash hell! Give me insight checks. Alaris and Morlinde. 17. Uh, 16 plus stuff. The light that they were using, the, the dancing lights, that's acting as the signal rather than like a semaphore flag system or mm. uh, sound or anything else. Go ahead and roll initiative. 11. 14. There we go. 12. 11. Okay, so we're starting another skill challenge. This is the sneak to the leaders skill challenge. You're able to identify the position of the leadership 
but the, the field between them and you is filled with danger. Even if you can manage to stay, to stay out of conflict with the Blights directly, the torches that are still lit hope to sabotage your mission. Staying to the shadows of boulders will be tough but doable. Blights don't act intelligent enough to use them as cover, and so are just uh, unthinkingly making their way up the hill. So this is going to, again, take eight successes each to go down. And we're trying to go down as unseen as possible. Yes. Deck Strength and Con are going to count as two successes. Everything else is one. Fun times. <laughs> uh, Arik, you're the first in our initiative order. Seeing the objective and knowing what, what it's time to do and getting in the right mindset, I decide to take my first shot at, like, you know, using the boulders as cover. Uh, and I'm going to do a stealth check. Okay. For uh, 16. Uh, Merlinde. Me too. I'm just trying to be stealthy. I can use the same thing right after him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. not trying to do a Rodrigo Lopez. Shout out to Critical Hit for being like the granddaddy of all D&D podcasts. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I too am going to try and stealthily make it to the shadow of the boulder. And... Uh, See, there we go. 14, and I'm I tried to think of a way to flavor it to convince Joe I have 15. Yes. So I, like, see, like, this, like, line of shadow from, like, one tree to another. And while mm -hmm. I know that it might be difficult for me to get to the boulder itself, like, if there's, like, one tiny, like, sliver of shadow. And I think I can get in that little sliver to get over to the boulder unseen. You think you can, but you cannot. Alaris, it's okay, your turn. damn it. <laughs> I'm going to stealthily... Try to go down the mountain. Nat 20. Nice. Very good. Grimton. I'm going to advance, but I'm going to, uh, using my low light vision, use my perception, because I know I have a, a small advantage over some of my partners, to see if I there notice anyone noticing them, you know? Cool. So just as a quick side note, I guess, who doesn't have... Low light or dark vision. I'm pretty sure we all So have... using the vision that everyone else also has, I'm going to sc scope out the territory. <laughs> using my eyes. For an 18. You're acting as the reticle uh, in Skyrim with, with the closed eye to see if anybody's detected, and it's closed. Yeah, I didn't think anybody else had low light vision, so I was like, ah, I'm a dwarf. Just make another, like, I'm going to creep along this boulder now that I've, I've snuck up to... Uh, so I'm just going to do another stealth check. Twelve. So I am not as stealthy as I thought I was. Hmm. Merlin, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to try to stealth again. Be sneaky. Sneaky snake. And yay. Wait. Merlinda, you could literally turn into a snake. I probably, well, I will, I'll do that if this keeps sucking. Eleven plus two is not fifteen. Laris, feeling like I am stealthy. I would like to go at a faster pace. I'm going to try to acrobatics. That's a nine. Seeing as how everybody's focusing on, like, not being seen, I have to also be mindful, and I know this from, like, my time surviving out in, like, the wilderness, that you also have to be mindful not to be heard. <laughs> so I'm also going to mm -hmm, keep an mm -hmm. eye on the ground for any, like, crunchy bits that we should probably avoid. Ah, uh, yes, with the crunchy survival? bits. Yeah, with my survival. 17. 
that'll get a plus two to Auric. Hey, yeah. watch out for the crunchy bits. You t you tell the warden scout who's <laughs> super duper trained in this. I I look. Speaking in of my super duper training, I look patronized. <laughs> in a very grandfatherly way, not not in a patronizing. Way. Grandfathers are patronizing. <laughs> That's why we love them. But I look at the uh, the crunchy crumbly bits, uh, and or and properly identify them and see, know them to be native to this area, and see that I will need to step more lightly using a nature check. You see that they are native to this <laughs> area. Like, I know, I like, yeah. I like know a lot about these little, these little plants, so I know not only are they loud. This likes a particularly acidic soil. I'm now paying attention to them, and I see them all over. It's a nature roll. I'm going to do it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Ooh, nat 20. Ooh, nat 20. Bam, bam. Ooh, nat 20. Bam, bam. Well, then it's got plus two. Bam, bam. It's your turn, too. Cool. Bam, bam. With that, with the confidence of the plus two, I am going to try to uh, acrobat my way from where I am into those shadows. Hey, not 20. Hey, not 20. Bam, bam. Lars' turn. I'm going to also attempt to acrobatics, but do so in a very a la Kronk from Emperor's New Groove style. You know, when he has, like, the bag on his shoulder and he's, like, moving real quick and he's... And like, he's singing! Yep, yep. When he's doing, like, the Mission Impossible theme. I don't remember exactly what he's singing, but... I did not make it. Grimton spent the last few moments really surveying his area, so he feels confident and just, like, booking it in a pretty close to full speed. And he's gonna just athletics his way down for 16. Give me a perception check, Grimton, as well. And Arik. I got a 5. 18. Uh, Arik, on your turn, you notice a second light appear directly under the first. Does that mean there are more people coming? Low booms rumble over the battleground and rain begins to fall. Uh, a bright flash emanates uh, from your uh, left uh, near uh, the tree line. And a thunder crash rips into your chest, knocking you prone. The sky is lit up as lightning reveals the figure of a massive hawk with a wingspan the size of a dragon's. You cannot tell if the currents of jagged energy illuminating it beget from the sky to the raptor or from the raptor into the sky. Stormhawk gives a loud scree! That was not intimidating. Squee. Can somebody give me a scree? <laughs> a, a, a loud scree. Go to go to the nine elves, all of you. Scree and takes flight into the tempest. It flies overhead and begins assaulting the protected remnants who are unleashing volley after volley of arrows into the spirit. Hey friends, it's Joe. Uh, it's episode 49 of Advantage, the penultimate episode of Arc 1. I'm so excited. Uh, we, just last week, the cast and I sat down and recorded the first few episodes of Arc 2, so be ready for that. Uh, thanks to everybody who has helped tell this incredible story so far, especially our supporters on Patreon, whose donations have made producing this show easier on the cast and me. Thank you to the friends who have joined us on the Darkmore Podcast Network Discord channel. Joined us there. We love talking to fans. It's really heartwarming. We have a great community. We've just gotten over 100 people. It's super cool. 
As Arc 1 draws to a close, we've recently started releasing a bunch of extra content on that Discord channel. You'll find visual concepts of the characters, uh, NPCs like the Ore Mains and Nexby and Kareth even. Um, all those have been built in the Hero Forge miniature program. You can find rough drafts of regional maps like all the Pandominion cities, the Kingdom of Herdearth, the city-states of the Watch Forest. There's even a map localized to Arc 1. Um, good things are happening there, so go check it out. There's a link down in the description. Lastly, if you can, please donate at patreon.com slash advantage dnd and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, back to the show. Thank you. Everybody give me perception checks. 18. Another five. I literally rolled the same thing. Melinda and Ulrich, the flashes of lightning reveal that the assault has only gotten heavier on the ground. No longer are their blights stopping to fire their needles into the remnants, but are advancing into mobs upon the walls themselves. You can choose to help uh, and take care of some of these blights and soldiers, but that will take you away from your sneak to the leader challenge which you have to do to be able to complete the rest of your mission. What's your battle strategy here as you uh, start figuring things out? I'm inclined to do something about the uh, Blights attacking Protected Remnant. Ulrich is too. It's sort of just their nature. So Ulrich turns to, to Grimton and Alaris and says, keep going after the leaders, but I have got to do something about our people. Uh, and goes to protect them. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just abandoning you guys. So I'm gonna follow Alric. Yep. Okay. Cool. Two's enough for me to follow and not feel bad. Grimton realizes that he should probably push ahead because the faster they kill the leaders, the faster this all stops. But also, he doesn't want to go in like Leroy Jenkinsing. I feel like that's the same thing I'm thinking. Like, obviously, strategically. Attacking the leaders is the smart thing to do, but from the a people are dying. Well, from a fear of his own life, sort of brain in a way. Like Alaris knows that he needs uh, people around him. He can't go in by himself against these leaders. So if everyone is going to go protect the the protected remnants, then he probably needs to go that way as well. Grimton curses under his breath a little bit. As he goes and tries to thin the, the crowd of attackers. You break from your position and uh, go out to lend aid and cut a few blights with your blades. You are no longer hidden. And we will pause the skill challenge to all do combat until you uh, decide to abandon it. Just so you know, this is just literally going to be wave after wave. There's not... We're in a like a full scale battle here. Yeah. Yeah. Like at some point you have to decide to that was enough. Yeah. I have offered up enough help. So you've got uh, different blights around you. Uh, you've got Stormhawk. You've got uh, oncoming arrows from the archers uh, who now see you lit up in the torches. Pick your poison. What are you doing? Uh, also, whose turn is it? I honestly don't Moreland remember. Turn? Maybe. I think it was Morlinde's turn because Auric rolled perception, right? Yeah. Man, I want to use some fire right now, but I feel like it's a bad idea. We're trying to hide our location still, right? You're currently seen, so if you want to 
get back to stealth. You gotta roll for stealth. Okay, fine. Then I'm gonna set some Sorry. shit on fire. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try and burn up the nearest blight next to me. Uh, will a 13 plus... Will a 16 hit? Yep. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna set him on fire for... Man, I can't wait till we're level 5 and this hurts more. Uh, 8 damage. 8 fire damage. Um, Alaris, your turn. Alright, fireball. 24. Excellent. 4 damage. Grimton. Uh, I'm gonna attack the nearest blight. If you're vulnerable to fire, that's yes. double damage, right? Morlinda, you killed one. Dope. Uh, Alaris, you did more than 4 damage to one. Yeah. There are only 4 hit points on this. You extra killed it. Grimton? It's an 18 to hit. Also, you can, if you want to unleash stuff at Stormhawk, you're welcome to. Stormhawk is also a combatant in this. For 11 damage. You take a needle blight down. You're nailing it. Auric, your turn. I, ba I basically want to, like, figure out how strong Stormhawk is. Like, what do you want me to roll for that? Oh, jeez. Um, nature, I guess. Okay. Perhaps religion. <laughs> I'll try nature. For 16. How strong do you think Stormhawk is? I'm specifically uh... trying to, like determine hp boy you'd reckon that it has it has 400 percent ish more hit points than you have <laughs> trying yep. to hurt stormhawk is not going to be terribly useful but uh Auric's, like desire stormhawk feels like the real enemy here uh, but i guess i'll just shoot at a blight uh 16 okay i didn't make anybody my hunter's mark yet uh but for six damage there's another one dead uh, you're going to take oncoming missile fire from an archer, Moreland Day. Okay. That is going to be suctioned off by, uh, Grimton's shield and glance off, dealing nobody damage. Nice. It's your turn, Moreland Day. Alright, more fireballs. Probably not. Does a 10 hit? Nope, sorry. Yeah, no fireballs. Well, yes, fireballs. No damage. Yeah, so the fireball, like... I make it in my hand and then just like a needle blight out. is going to attack you for launching fireballs at it even though they miss Ugh. they rolled a two okay it's not going to do a very good job alaris it's your I turn uh how this. close how close together are the blights i just i want to i want to swath you have a swath right. there are there are three blights all in range of you cool i want to make the flaming sphere in the center of them make dexterity saving throws on them at the end of their turn it will be their turns now. One failed, another failed. Uh, all three failed. How much damage did they take? Uh, more than four. You murder all three of these pig blights. Grimton. Yeah, Grimton's gonna dip. Then I'm just I'm gonna try to stealth my way back, trying to get to the leaders. Uh, so you're rolling a stealth check. Thirteen. Uh, another a, a blight comes up and attacks a five. It does nothing. It glances off your shield, and it's gonna be Auric's turn. Realizing the futility of their efforts and understanding that they. The best way to protect their people is to take out the leaders. They are going to stealth back into the their thing. They're going to try and go for the people. Okay. Uh, 22. 22 is going to be really great. You get a stealth roll. So that puts me at four successes? Five successes. Moreland Day, your turn. Right. Okay, I'm going to keep Fireball in one more time. No, I'm not, because I nat one. Bummer. So I just, like, make this little fireball, and then nothing happens. Alaris, an incoming barrage of arrows comes down from an archer. 15? That means I hit. 7 damage. Okay. 
Oh yeah, you 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 took uh, healing surges earlier. You're good. I'm going to flee, but okay. In doing so, I also want to uh, take the flaming sphere as a bonus action and mm -hmm. ram it into just a mound of blights. Okay, I love this. Um, so I'm just going to shove it into a mound of blights and then take off. And I would like to roll Arcana if that's cool. That's awesome. And I rolled an 11. You kill 11 blights. Nice. I just imagine Zach just like, or Alaris just like raking it across the field. Just. And that'll be a 16. Congratulations, Mr. Alaris Gildream. Does that give him a plus yes, two? Yes, it does. And Grimton, because you have not escaped, you're going to take oncoming fire from an archer down below. It's going to glance off of your shield. Yeah, I'm just going to try to put some more distance between me and the fight see if i can sneak into some shadows cool hey that's a 15 there nice. we go Arik, it's coming up to you seeing that my next place of stealth is a little bit away um and there's not really a good cover in between i'm gonna need to kind of quickly jump to it i'm gonna do a, an acrobatics and I didn't do good. I rolled 10. Merlinda, your turn. All right, seeing that everyone else is bailing, I am going to finally bail <laughs> and try and sneak back into the shadows and do a stealth check. And totally fail that stealth check. Alaris. I am going to use nature to hopefully pick a path with less crunchy bits but I'm not as focused on being stealthy at the moment because the the sky is lit up and I feel like if they want to notice us, they will. Um, so basically, basically, crunchy bits as more of tripping hazard than necessarily sound at this point. And that will be in 11, so no. Grimton is going to try to stay in the shadows, of course, but just kind of, of like course. dead sprint actually we're going downhill right yeah. he's gonna try <laughs> attempt to follow in Alric's footsteps and try to like do the same acrobatic okay. move he did but I think it's gonna result in more okay. of a, tum a graceful tumble down the hill <laughs> I got a nat 20 Nice. So instead, you show me up by blithely <laughs> doing the, the one thing I did not succeed at. What I pictured was, like, you trying to get into a tree or something, and then Grimton coming up behind you and, like, <laughs> stepping on you to, like, get to the branch. <laughs> I like that. Grimton, you, um, you, you, you make it down to a really great position for cover that should be, uh, just only a few yards from the leadership and you you stick your head up and try to take attendance of the situation and they're gone can i roll perception no it's our turn you they're gone wait yeah i just gave you that free perception wait who's gone the people the people the leaders ah, shit. dark turn so, at, knowing that <laughs> i am getting close i would like to look up and be like, okay, I probably need to to be smart about how I approach, so I am going to look up and see if they're paying attention to me. I decide that they're that they're not okay. paying any attention to me at all, and I'm going to continue as I was, because I rolled nine. 
I'm sorry, Joe, did you say that the well, constellation of Meta was active tonight? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The most beautiful in the sky. Um, because I'm this time acro. Nah, I'll just try and stealthily. Gonna acro yoga. An acro yoga stealthy sneak into the shadow of the the things, the stuff and things. Shadow of the things is an, a yoga move. Yes, it is, and <laughs> I rolled. Anyway, I rolled a seventeen, so I do this. I I do the sneak, and I get over there in the shadows. You do it, you sneak, and you get over there in the shadows. Well, Lars, it's your turn. I would like to look towards where I know the enemies are. Everybody's after these enemies. You give one person some free stuff, and then everybody just thinks that they they want to know this information, <laughs> too. I'm a Lars. And I'm Orlinde. I am going I'm all right. to I'm thirsty run in the general direction. Of Downhill? Where, yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm going to run in that general direction, and hopefully nothing bad happens. Is this, is this perception or this is, athletics? This is, this is athletics. Okay. And that will be a 15. Hey, there you go. Grimton, you are sitting there. You've you've still made the stuff, and you're, you're crouched behind this boulder trying to figure out where they went. Could I, in the same turn, roll a perception check to see if I can surmise where they've gone and tell the uh, others that they are gone? Not stealthfully. They're still far enough away from you that that would be hard. Um, you could do insight to try to figure out where they are. Okay, I'll do insight. Or perception if you just want to see them without like understanding. I'll do insight. I mean, they're the same. Okay. The same for me. Yeah, unnatural 20. You reckon that, like, they saw your fighting when you when you broke from the shadows to go help and understood you as a strike force to come attack them and have disappeared into the woods. I wonder if any of that information is ever going to be shared with the rest of the party. Don't be ridiculous. That'd be dumb. Um, Auric, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep advancing. In the darkness. <laughs> Stealthily. <laughs> Except after being stepped on by by uh, Grimton, I uh, am a little less smooth and am still not stealthy and therefore do not succeed. Uh, how many of the eight points have I got? Just two or four? You got four out of eight. Dupe. Dupe? Then since I have... D-O-O-P? Deep. Since I have, you're welcome. Since I have, the umlaut p. <laughs> as much as I would like to continue making stupid sounds, I know where they will deep. end up. Deep, <laughs> deep, deep. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'm just gonna keep sneaking through the woods. I'm gonna use acrobatics to, you know, not trip do, on shit. Do a shit. fun combat roll. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, have no information, so I'm gonna just, you know, keep going. <laughs> like I thought we were supposed to be doing. Uh, nope. Cause twelve is not enough. So I'm not gonna Lars. do shit. She's not better. You can tell. Huh? She's perfectly happy. Alaris, realizing that rain has the potential to make things. Slippery. 
wet, wet, <laughs> um, is going to use acrobatics to make sure that he maintains his balance while he is in a full sprint. Ooh, nice. And that will be a nat nice. 20. There you go. Grimton, Alaris is within whispering distance of you. Hey, Alaris. I'm hurriedly going past you. <laughs> Alaris. Listen. What? They're gone. What? I think they've... All right, there, there he goes. That was it. He's gone. <laughs> All right, your turn. <laughs> Gonna try that stealth one more time. God. I rolled nine. I hate you, Morlinde. <laughs> Wait, is it my turn? Yes. yes. Oh my God! I thought it was Stephen's turn. I was no, like. No, he failed. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I'm gonna acrobatics this shit. Oh yeah, 17 plus stuff. Hey. So I jump around the crunchy bits. <laughs> this episode is officially called. You have to six. Bits. You jump around the crunchy bits. Am I near anyone who can give me any important information? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alaris, having sprinted past Grimton. And him, hearing him whisper Alaris, not understanding the context, I'm going to realize that I am now approaching where I thought that they were, and I'm going to decide uh -huh. that I need to be stealthy again. Okay. <laughs> and that will be a four. Grimton. Alaris is ahead of me now, right? Trying to be stealthy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run back up to him and say, Alaris. They're gone. I think they went back into the woods. Well, should we give chase? Yeah, help me round up Morlinde and Ulrich. I don't okay. think they know yet. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know how they would. Alright, get to your turn. I'll try that stealth one more time. <laughs> <laughs> and I... So, okay, so I was like tossing the dice around in my hand and I was about to roll it and then I dropped it. And it landed on the ground, and I'm going to keep that roll because it's a 17 uh, stealth, which means I have made it there, I'm pretty sure, right? Or am I at 7? Made it. Nope, at you're seven. at 7. So you're I'm, at like, seven right eight. upon them. I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're within speaking distance. Uh, still don't know what's going on. Still just sneaky sneaking. Are you a sneaky sneak? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, 16 plus stuff. There you go. All right, congratulations, everybody's there. You might as well be there, uh, Arik, because otherwise we'd just be waiting on you. They're hey, gone! Guys, so listen. I exclaim. Did you just I yell? The leaders, no. Wait, I think what? the leaders realized we were coming and decided to hide into the, or just dip into the woods. We look for them there instead. They're not here. Suddenly, you hear a great clattering above on the mountain, and you glance back to see that Al, Phil, Ren, and the Ormains have triggered the wall traps, which means that the battle has nearly been lost for them. Ah, shit. If all is going according to plan, 
right now the non-combatants are being guided down the backside of the mountain by elders Fallhide and Yesric. The avalanche tears through the blights and the tempest oath who had made it to the wall. Rocks are careening, rolling down, building up speed. The boulder that Brabuck had positioned uh, is the last to fall. It tips, hitting other stones, which in turn dislodge more. A wall of rock, way larger than you would have anticipated, is now sweeping down the mountain, uh, threatening even your position. Um, everybody give me dexterity saving throws. Oh, uh, that didn't go well for me. We're in a Ooh. nine there, Joe. Twelve. Mm -hmm. Unnatural twenty. Grimton and Morlinde, you two uh, hear this and see this and um, immediately dive into the trees for protection for your lives. And uh, Alaris and Ulrich, you two are just dumbstruck by the sheer volume of rock that is careening towards you uh let me roll some things you are going to take 10 damage each okay okay uh as you are pelted with stones of various sizes so yeah we're getting beamed by all these these tiny rocks um i'm going with that they're tiny but that there's an unreasonable amount of them at least for the ones that are hitting me um Alaris is hit with just one large boulder. <laughs> You're hit with Thump. many small boulders. Um, dive into the forest, realizing that if I stand there any longer, I'm going to get hit by a rock the size of the one that hit Alaris. Uh, and so I do. I'm just going to run and get hopefully get to the forest before I get crushed by boulders. 